Test, test. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, I just wanted to take a moment to get into a article here. Um, this touches on themes that I often talk about in this show, social media, mental health. Um, this was published on May 7th from naturalnews.com. This is the headline. Research Researchers rank quote-unquote Instagram as worst social media app for young people's mental health. And I know that's kind of like a very like, from the jump I'm throwing in some, some form of comedy there. But that's just to kind of lighten up the, the topic, the subject matter here. Researchers rank Instagram as worst social media app for young people's mental health. I'm just going to read the article because it's not very long. This might be a two-part thing, just so you know. Social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter have been a boon for most people. They allow users to connect with each other while also enjoying access to a number of extra features at the same time. Give me one second. Hold up. Okay, somebody just rolled up onto the apartment building. So... <laughs> so <laughs> Um, however, not all of them are beneficial. In fact, many of them can be harmful for, to one's mental health. And there's a link here, hyperlink. Researchers from the Royal Society for Public Health, in cooperation with the Young Health Movement, recently wrapped up a report that focuses on the world's biggest social media sites, and they're offering up a horrifying conclusion. It's that all of the social media sites, on some level, are simply terrible for people's mental health, specifically for the youth. And when pitted against one another, the photo-sharing social media app Instagram ranked worst of all for young people's mental well-being. I'm going to continue reading where I'm just going to drop some thoughts from the jump. Um, first off, even though I kind of go back and forth with my own relationship with these fucking sites, um, I have the general kind of philosophy that yeah, it's more of the connecting with people with one another. Um, connecting people with one another, specifically people who may be, you know, disadvantaged groups, marginalized groups, people who wouldn't really have a voice outside of the... Well, they wouldn't have a voice in a more conventional sense, you know what I mean? Voices that you wouldn't really hear in the mainstream media. Quote-unquote, I don't want to use that term, mainstream media. Legacy, conventional media. Those voices often get... Um, dismissed or not highlighted as much and now we have you know these these networks that allow people to connect with each other and to broadcast themselves that's my general philosophy y'all have heard this in different rants um in fact many of them can be harmful to one's mental health this is also true and, and here we go simply terrible for people's mental health specifically for the youth now i'm turning 32 so I often understand that maybe I've have this more mature approach to this particular form of communication. And also, you know, it's a different, I think for people kind of like 30, 30, 30, 30 35, um, maybe 29, 28, you remember a time as a, you remember being like 18, not having, well, okay, there's MySpace, but the Facebook kind of is the cutoff for a new shift in a new era. You remember before Facebook. You remember after Facebook. You also specifically remember, and this is, I think this is an important distinction too, 
a time of just Facebook and Twitter. And I think originally, you know, it's funny because this thing starts off with saying that Facebook and Twitter help people connect with each other and so on. But I remember in the beginning, one of the main distinctions between Facebook and Twitter is Facebook kind of had the the harmful mental health effects that they're now attributing to, to Instagram. And Twitter was kind of the solution. Twitter was like the, okay, you can, you can deal with, you can interconnect with people you don't know and form, you know, like-minded communities on Twitter. And it's still the case now. And I think it actually is making a comeback in that sense. Um, I have sort of migrated back more to Twitter versus I'll get into, I'll get, I'll get into, into why I've kind of migrated back to Twitter, but um, let me just continue with this because this is a, an important article here. The report put together by the RSPH and the YHAM, the YHM, which is titled Hashtag Status of Mind, is based on a survey of almost 1,500 young people aged 14 to 24 from across the UK sometime in early 2017. The survey simply asked the participants to score how each of the listed social media platforms they used affected them as far as 14 specified health and well-being related issues were concerned. Related. <laughs> related social media is a quote-unquote disease and mark zuckerberg is a, in capitals cancer on society fuck anyway the 14 health and well-being related issues are as follows one awareness and understanding of other people's health experiences two access to expert health info you can trust three emotional support empathy and compassion from family and friends four anxiety feelings of worry nervousness or unease five depression Feeling extremely low and unhappy. Six, loneliness. Feelings of being all on your own. Seven, sleep. Yeah, I'm not going to read the in brackets business. Eight, self-expression. Nine, self-identity. Ten, body image. Eleven, real-world relationships. Twelve, community building. Thirteen, bullying. Fourteen, FOMO. Quote-unquote FOMO, a.k.a. quote-unquote fear of missing out. Feeling you need to stay connected because you are worried things could be happening without you. It is based on these issues and the subsequent ratings that the survey participants gave the researchers that a short, unofficial, quote-unquote, worst social media platform for young mentals, people's mental health was created. And based on the average scores, it came out that YouTube places ahead of the likes of Facebook and Instagram. Interesting. The top five ranked in order of best to worst are one, YouTube, two, Twitter, three, Facebook, four, Snapchat, five, Instagram. According to Shirley Kramer, CBE, the chief executive of the RSPH, social media plays a key role in the lives of impressionable youths. Social media has been described as more addictive than cigarettes and alcohol, and is now so entrenched in the lives of young people that it is no longer possible to ignore it when talking about young people's mental health issues, she explained. Through our young health movement, young people have told us that social media has had both a positive and negative impact on their mental health. And... As the results of their survey clearly showed, Instagram, as well as Snapchat, both ranked as the worst sites for mental health and well-being. This should be no surprise, since they are both image-focused and could be, driven, could be driving feelings of inadequacy and anxiety in the youth, according to the RSPH. There is one possible solution to this problem, however. Kramer notes that as the potential harms for heavy use of social media become more and more evident, there needs to be checks and balances put in place to help individuals cope. 
We want to promote and encourage the many positive aspects of networking platforms and avoid a situation that leads to social media psychosis, which may be blight, which may blight the lives of our young people. And so, um, sorry, let me read that last paragraph again. Okay, so in the last rant, I spoke about how um, there may there may be a need for kind of a within the elementary school system a class that maybe doesn't really give you a sort of a rule book on how to deal with the social media because there's no rule book in the, the wild wild west of the net but sort of maybe from a mental health standpoint like um sort of a messaging about how much of what you see on here isn't necessarily real. How to not let it get to one's head. How not to sort of internalize too much of the, the bullshit. Whether it's trolling, whether it's cyberbullying, whether it's... And that's another... It's sad that that kind of cyberbullying was like a hot topic for a while. And then even that kind of... With those suicides of various young people. And then um, it just kind of spiked down as new... As new things to, to um, as new subjects sort of popped up and popped down, as, as tends to be the case on, on in the internet world. But there could, there I think there there actually should be, and I like I was saying in that rant, I participated in a study in which I was kind of drilled with a bunch of questions about this. Um, at the time, I was thinking that you know what, you don't want to formalize social media; it'll it'll then hamper, it'll then put a um, if not a, a formalized set of rules or structure, it would kind of kill the potential natural communication element of these sites. But now that I'm, now I'm thinking, actually, I think, like I'm speaking from my own perspective there. I'm speaking from, well, not just my own, but many people who kind of have a mature relationship with these things. It's like it's easy to, it's like whenever I feel too, like I'm internalizing or you know, processing too much of this information, things that I could see will make me mentally a bit, you know, in a, in a downward spiral or in a negative mental space. It's easy to just kind of just back off and be like, you know what, I'm not going to go on there for two or three days or for a week. But for younger people, this is their this is their lives, right? Like for even younger teens, this is their lives. So it's kind of, it's a bit irresponsible for me to say, you know, no, there should be no teaching of, of you know, how to use social media. And I think this is where this comes into play with the, as I also said in the last rant, get rid of the cursive handwriting, get rid of the, even the, the, the long-form multiplication of these sorts of things. Get rid of, you know, telling time with a clock, of an analog clock, get rid of all that and focus specifically on, on social media networks social networking platforms social media um and now but now specifically about the about the um the whole concept of instagram versus the rest of them and it's interesting that youtube ranked the best maybe because and for my own kind of interaction how i had to see other people using it because you're you're watching niche videos specific to your interests, 
you can kind of get into a, you know, you form senses of community within the comments. Trolls tend to get either ignored or blocked or people gang up on the trolls. <laughs> and then, you know, they fall, they kind of disappear. But it has, YouTube has, at this point, has a very strong sense of community. Um, and then you get suggested other videos similar to what you've watched. So then you, you know, it just reinforces. You can call this an echo chamber of sorts, but it allows you to sort of um, really tailor your interests and tailor what you want to watch, tailor your community to yourself. And then if you're also putting videos out on there, obviously you're going to attract the like-minded individuals, especially if you have a niche channel versus a variety channel. So that makes sense. Facebook is definitely also a, as we've seen in the past, well, really many of us have seen it from the beginning, but even now, especially in the hyper-political era and so on, you're seeing like you can get really, you know, this is a lot of the echo chambers. I think the echo chambers, for all of the negatives of the echo chambers, the echo chambers are also, they form like a force field around mental health in the sense that if you're either a right or left-leaning political person or whether you're a, you know, you really like lo-fi house music and you really like rock and roll, all of those groups and communities you can form on Facebook, again, reinforce a sense of community. Now, Twitter is the same thing. You tend to follow people who... And then there's the elements, too, of Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter are, as the article said, less image-based, especially Twitter, right? Like, yeah, you can see videos. Now there's a lot of people that are using Twitter almost in a YouTube-ish kind of a fashion with the videos and so on. Um, using it to sort of publish longer, longer-form videos and people post images and so on. But it's, it's, it's a different kind of a... It's, it's not the focus, right? Um... So you get on Twitter, it's a very text-based, you know, you can debate people, you can interact with people. I know I'm kind of simplifying, you know what I mean, how it's used. But I know that I use Twitter in a sort of a, it's almost like a live email of sorts and a live kind of a chat um, of sorts. You're not, you don't really go on there to watch fitspo or you don't really go on there to to sort of um consume endless streams of images it's definitely about the the textual information and more of as, as a general news source now instagram is completely and totally and it's this is it's often caught in flack for this over the years the image-based nature of instagram man Keep it on now that I'm almost approaching my 23 minutes and 16 second limit. I'm I'm going to stretch out this general point. Then I'm going to get into a specific story in the next uh, rant. And I'm not saying anything new here. This is some Captain Obvious shit, but I'm saying it my way, so that's what it is. Um, it's when you get sucked into the vortex of Instagram at different points, especially the current vortex of instagram you know yes there's a lot of positivity on there yes there's less actual news in the sense that there's less negativity from a current events standpoint but there's something also to be said for the constant bombardment of of um 
of um, carefully curated and carefully filtered and so on and so forth images. It's like it all looks... And then there's also this bullshit with the... <laughs> I don't want to say bullshit. And I don't want to sound judgmental, but it's like the motivational content or the inspiration or the so on and so forth. It caters more to a druggy addict kind of a short little bursts of euphoria the the concept of the one minute video clip right um that one minute video clip thing is like you know what i mean it's like it's, it's it was one it's, it, i think the video clip even might even be worse than the images because you're see you, you watch the shit on repeat you're like oh this is great you watch it on repeat you're watching it on repeat one minute it's the illusion of the one minute, right? It's the one minute, and then depending on whatever whatever you're doing, if you just roll out of bed on a Saturday morning or Sunday morning or whatever, you're on the bus or fucking whatever, you're in your, well, I mean, on your car, you shouldn't be watching shit <laughs> when you're driving, but um, you're watching it on repeat. One minute turns to five, and you're kind of like, you've gotten this 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 injection of, of um, digital pinky or digital flocka or digital bath salts um digital meth you know what i mean and it's like and it's like the euphoria eventually goes away and then you're left looking for more of these images and then you got all of these you know it's interesting the yoga community it's like yoga as i suppose as a mindful and well wellness thing has been reduced to this quasi kind of soft corn and we kind of porn this <laughs> you know erotica kind of a thing where i'm like okay how many downward dog in yoga pants girls are there on here you know what i mean there's many you know i don't know like and many of them are it's okay well many of them are white right so it's not like you're watching like super super authentic you know yoga yoginis or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean it's like if you, if you do it right now, do search the yoga hashtags on Instagram right now and see what comes up. Do you see? And I hate to take it to this, uh, basically a racial thing, but it's not so much that I even really I'm judging them on that. I'm just saying that, you know, look, it's a very, it's a very. There's a reason why everybody up there is like looking good and half naked with like super super filters. It's like. And the interesting thing, Instagram is one of the, it had the, one of the quickest rises. It's one of the most important as far from a marketing standpoint. And that's, I mean, that's all it is, right? Like we, we read into it for all these other reasons, but it's a marketing tool. Um, but again, you have to create your own relationship with these things. With Twitter, when I really look at like who I follow on, on, on any of these things, Versus who I interact with. It's a very small number of maybe at the best two dozen people. But really it ranges from like 12 to two dozen. There's a lot of bots. And at times it's it's sad too because at times because of the whole general concept of this shit is all just a bunch of fucking noise. You often will just back off of it and then to the detriment of you're backing off of like the actual quote-unquote you know the real people you know on there you know what i mean and so sometimes i have to like go out of my way to actually be like okay i'm gonna log on and i'm gonna not just put something out i'm gonna actually say something to somebody 
and and this is also my own personality, right? It's like you're naturally more introverted. You don't say a lot anyway, so you really have to like pick your shots. I hit somebody up on Twitch who I used to like watch their stream and like support their stream, and then like I realized I hadn't really said anything to them in in, in months or weeks. And I'm like, I gotta get back on here. But anyway, the original point, the mental health thing. Um, you know, they even they're saying Instagram and all Instagram. Okay, so the the original point, the thesis is Instagram is the worst from that standpoint. Now, this isn't often. This is something that doesn't get talked about a lot. Is that how people, whether you're introverted or whether you have, whether you're like a, whether you're depressed or whether you have anxiety or whether you're schizophrenic. You see, this is the other thing. They're not talking about. We often don't talk about basically every mental disorder, the people that have one or more of those mental disorders and how they've used it to propel themselves further into, I don't want to use the term limelight, but people are, people are surviving off of this. People are really, you know, it's, it's just so easy to be like, Oh, that's schizophrenic person. Who cares what they think? And then, but even in the right kind of circumstances and the right kind of, digital incubator of sorts their creativity and their expression gets pushed out in a way with support same with the eating disorder people and maybe the eating disorder scenario might be a little bit more i mean it's all harmful right like you see people i didn't i stumbled last year i stumbled across like because i was kind of struggling with this myself but i stumbled across like the eating disorder community and i didn't realize there was like eating disorder celebrities a lot of it's focused on Tumblr because I don't know. I don't know why. What about Tumblr drives that kind of a community? But there's there's eating disorder celebrities, right? You know what I mean? And people with like you know, um, people with with epic amounts of fans. Because what people do, and this isn't in every sub community, is you exalt somebody who's perceived as the whether it's the figure. Or whether it's the leader, or whether it's the, you know, it's the same thing. The motivational community, the 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 socially conscious community, the the fitspool people. The every single one of these communities has somebody who gets put to the top and exalted in a certain certain fashion. And this is definitely what you're going to see in the eating disorder community as well. But this is why, this is this is the, I'm running out of bars here. I'm going to pick this up. Yeah, I'm running out of, sorry. <laughs> I just realized I was running out of bars. So I'm going to pick this up. But thanks for listening to this specific rant.